Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. Mind is such a monkey. If you just left it alone, it will be just doing whatever it wants, pull you, drag you all over. <coughs> that is the master and you are the slave. <coughs> but in the name of meditation, you are trying to switch the positions. You be my slave. I want to be your master. I am going to control you, discipline you. Then the mind says, Aha! Is that what you are going to do? Come on, let us see who wins. And that is why. The moment you go to sit for meditation, the mind begins to revolt and it brings in all kinds of thoughts which you probably never even thought since several months. You wonder, where is it coming from? It will run here and there so fast. There is a South Indian saying, Pillayar padikke kuranga mudinjudu. It's based on an experience of a person. A person who wanted to sit in front of Ganesh the elephant-headed god, and wanted to get that image into his mental picture. He sat there in front and looked at, for a minute, it was Ganesh. Not even a minute, a few seconds. Then immediately the attention went on to the trunk. And then, yes, this is the one I saw in the zoo. Huh? Immediately the mind runs to the zoo, huh? remembers where it saw an African elephant. Huh? And then it doesn't stop there. Oh yes, just before the elephant, I saw a ferocious lion. Where did I come to the cage from? Oh yes, the chimpanzee. Oh, what a wonderful monkey. It was imitating everybody. And you stand in front of the monkey, the monkey teases you, you tease the monkey, and then you wake up. Where am I? I started with Ganesh, ended with monkey. See? Every minute it will jump from one place to another place. You want to meditate on the beauty, natural beauty of the rose. The next minute, the trend goes, a chain. At the end, you'll be wondering, why is this fellow, he didn't call me, he was supposed to call me this weekend. 
Why, from the rose? <laughs> Your mind went to that boy who used to send you regular roses. <laughs> and then what happened to him? You were supposed to be calling me. <laughs> Instead of meditating on the rose, you'll be meditating on somebody. But it's all natural. That is the way the mind is trained or untrained. <laughs> so we have to reverse the whole thing. Never give it up. Even if it brings, it brings all kinds of thoughts during meditation, one of the two things you can do. One thing, ignore it. Whatever the thought comes, ignore it. And keep on asserting what you are doing. Suppose you are repeating a mantra, a prayer. Repeat it fast. If that is not enough, repeat it loud. You can't sit and repeat. Walk around the shrine, repeat mantra. Walking meditation. If you cannot control even then, Jump and hurry home, hurry home, hurry home, hurry home. Do it. Use your sound, use your body, use your symbols, use everything to keep the mind just within that area. You are forcing your mind to stay put in that. So that the other thoughts will wait for a little while and for want of attention they will go away. Now, if you can't achieve that, stop your meditation for a little while. Pick up the thought that came to interfere your meditation. Begin to analyze it. And if you begin to analyze it, you will very soon realize it's not even worth thinking of. When you are convinced of its worthlessness, dispose it. So either emphasize on your practice by ignoring the thoughts or analyze those thoughts, dispose it. There is another thing behind. Remember meditation it's more or less the final practice in the yogic ladder. Patanjali brings different steps. Ashtanga Yoga, eight steps. The eighth step is an experience. We are not doing anything with that. But the other seven starts with day-to-day -day life, thinking, handling your day-to-day -day life. Yama and Niyama. Then the asana, physical postures. Pranayama, breathing techniques. Pratyahara, 
daily keeping a control over your senses dharana trying to fix the mind on one thing at a time if it goes bring it back when you do all these things then the seventh is what you call meditation that means preparation for meditation itself is very important without any of these preparations meditation will be a constant fight a struggle so if other thoughts come and interfere in your meditation you should wonder where are they coming from and why are they coming from in your day to day life you have a lot of anxieties engagements appointments lot of interest in everything little little things so they all come with you you have not disposed it or you have not have reason about those things our anxieties worries and fears in our daily life will create these images in our meditation that's why in the yama niyama they say keep keep a balanced mind don't be avarish don't be greedy love everybody equally don't be selfish whatever you do do it in the name of god ishwara pranidhana the moment we think of yoga immediately we want to stand up on the head or do some breathing and that's all yoga no even if you don't do any of those things let your normal life be anxiety free free from selfishness a person who leads a selfless life need not even meditate because the life itself becomes a meditation the mind never gets agitated over anything the mind is always calm the mind is not calm because you are not practicing meditation <laughs> the mind is not calm because of your anxieties and worries so a balanced life contented life that's where sometimes we use the devotional approach well we leave it to god it's all god when god wants to give me something he'll give me when god wants to take away something he will take away i just do my part if i do just my part of dharma whatever is due to me will come if something is not due to me it won't come so sort of balanced contented life then your mind remains peaceful at all times when your mind remains peaceful you are in meditation 
and the purpose of meditation is to make the mind calm so every action should be done in such a way that it does not disturb your peace that is the point to be noted whatever you do in your life before even you begin to do ask a question will this disturb my mind if the answer is yes don't do it or you are doing it with the wrong attitude change your attitude anything building a temple looks like oh nice thing spiritual selfless he is building a temple but in the process of building a temple if your mind gets agitated seem to be losing its peace sit back and question why am i disturbing my peace in building a temple what is the reason then in the background you will realize that you are building it not for god but for your name you are building it so people can praise you oh he built a nice temple there is a selfish attitude behind once that is eliminated well well i'm just doing it for god god probably wanted me prompted me to do i'm doing it if it is god's work and if it's god's will help will come from wherever it is if it doesn't come it doesn't matter i have a little hut to sleep god can get drenched in the rain because we think we are building a nice place to god so that he can be comfortable for rain and sun no that's why we put our interest in things and naturally that will never keep our mind peaceful so unless our daily life is free from this anxieties worries and selfish interest is impossible to focus the mind and meditate on anything so that means learning to meditate is a continuous process constant practice from morning till evening even during sleep it's not just a couple of times three times four times only when you go to the shrine no even in your office do it as a meditation in your service do it as a meditation when a doctor treats a patient as a service as a meditation as a worship to god he will always achieve success his hand will never shake so that is how we spiritualize our entire life and that's what you call meditation in action as the bhagavad gita says krishna 
asks Arjuna, do everything in my name. Manmanabhava, Madbhakta, Madhyaji, Maam Namaskuru. Whatever you do, do it in my name. Not for your sake, not in your name. Then you don't have to worry about anything. You are already in a meditative state, in a yogic state. And when you are in that state, you are in me. I am in you. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.